Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hey, and welcome to Between the Covers, the Shoreline Publishing podcast. And in this episode, we've got a very lovely lady named Karen, who's going to tell us all about her book. And what's the title of your book, Karen? Uh, Plantation Murders. Marvellous. And welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, first things first, uh, this isn't your first rodeo. You've done this before with, uh, with another book. Can you tell us about uh, what the series is shaping up like? Okay. So uh, it, the Dr. Hamish Hart mystery yep. series. <laughs> it started out with Murder at the Dunwich Asylum, which was released in December 2020, yep. and um, that has sold really well. No one's more surprised than I am. Um, but the second one comes out on the 1st of March, Plantation Murders. So the same characters, well, there's a core group of characters that follow through from one book to the next, but each story is resolved. The murder's resolved within the within the book, but then the, the characters stick their beak into other people's business, as is the genre. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. And, and what I like about the books is um, they're, they're set in different places, which is unusual. Normally if you get a, a series, they're set in the same place, but these are in two different locations, these two anyway. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they were all like that. I feel like the um, the place is almost like, to, like a character in itself. Yep. So for me, I really want to portray the um, liveliness of the place in the 1880s. And so uh, Murder at the Dunwich Asylum gives very much the sense of how Dunwich was in those days. And then um, the second one now that's coming out, Plantation Murders, is set on the sugar plantations in the Logan region in the 1880s and and hopefully I've been able to create that same sensation of atmosphere and exactly how it was uh, in that place and in that time. So how important is it when you're putting these stories together, you say that the location is as much a character, the, the development of the location must be so, so important and to get that historically correct must be critical to the whole book. Yeah, absolutely. I start with place. So with each story, I start with place. Obviously, I've got the core characters now. But, um, you know, the third one that will come out either late this year or early next year is is set in Frog's Hollow, which is the red light district in those days. It was quite gentrified now. So a lot of people are very surprised to hear that it was, you know, festering little community, right, for murder (laughs) (laughs) in the 1880s. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I do a lot of research into into place before I start with anything else. Looking at the Logan region, it's a beautiful region of the country. It's it's fantastic. How how far afield did you go? Were you limited to sort of around Bundaberg or were you out further towards Agnes Water in 1770 and places like that? No, Logan is, um, the Logan region is from um, South Brisbane, south of Brisbane Ah. to Beanley and around that area. Ah, so the Beanley sugar plantation. Yeah. Those sugar right. plantations, yeah. My, my they, mind they, is were in the the main, they were the main sugar plantations in Queensland, in Australia, really, in the 1880s, yeah. There were some <laughs> little farms starting in Bundaberg and up north, but yep. it was very much that area be, between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. 
but um, my store is more in the Logan Beanley area. That's fantastic. And uh, you you balance all this writing and research for your characters and your and your locations around full time work as well. How do you find that challenge? Um, I'm doing less full-time work nowadays <laughs> than I did. Um, I, I've worked as a consultant for many years, so I was able to taper off and not do as many jobs. And yeah. the more writing I do, the less jobs I want to do. Um, and I also uh, teach at a couple of the major universities in Queensland, and so that's always been sessional teaching, so I can take on a semester or I can not. Um, and as I say, the more writing I do, the less other work I want to do. <laughs> but how, how you've got to get money from somewhere, right? <laughs> well, you do, you do. It's a, it's a nightmare like that, isn't it? How, <laughs> how much writing do you want to do? And is, is these books, are they a lifelong ambition or are you just uh, writing for the fun of it? When I got, I got sent home, so I travel for work, obviously, um, and I was sent home on the 17th of September, uh, no, March, 17th of March in 2020. Um, I was in Sydney and my boss rang up and said, look, if you don't go home now, you're not going to get home the borders are all shutting. Yep. And when I got home, I thought, well, what, what am I going to do now? And then I went, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll write murder mysteries. So I said to myself, I'm going to write ten murder mysteries in a series. I'll write one a year for ten years. So that's wow. what I'm doing. <laughs> Wow. And, and so far I'm on track. <laughs> are, you, are you a murder mystery fan or is it just something that I'm you woke up? I'm a murder mystery freak. Right. I'm, a, I'm an absolute freak. That's okay. I read murder mysteries. I've, when I'm travelling, you know, I read them on the plane. My idea for my series was that each each book, each mystery, you'd be able to read between Brisbane and Cairns or Brisbane and Melbourne ah, and back. Right. Return flight, they are working. Return flight, you just need something fun to read to take your mind off, you know, your work yep. and you can read it on your flight. There and back, done. <laughs> Excellent. That's a great idea. Um, now, please tell me a bit more about Dr Hamish Hart. So Hamish Hart is a young, eager sort of a doctor. He's um, very idealistic. He's got a, a real social justice passion. He can't stand it if people are not being treated fairly. And he's come up from uh, Victoria to largely to escape an overbearing father who is an SP bookmaker in Victoria. He doesn't like him very much and he wanted to escape his influence sort of thing. So he came to the frontier in um, this little township in Brisbane and he's trying to set himself up in a, a little private practice, but he keeps getting called in to do um, work, you know, with the coroner and and getting involved in murders, and he just can't keep his beak out of things, basically. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, the, the rest of your characters, a lot of authors who are writing uh, at the moment are basing a lot of their characters on people they know or, or experiences they've had. How, many, how much of what um, your character development has been has been through experiences you've had or, or modelled slightly on somebody you might know? You know what? I, I don't know. I have friends who look at the characters and think that they're partially modelled on them, <laughs> but they're totally not. Like, <laughs> I've not had anybody in mind in, in relation to any of the characters, but people do see themselves in the characters. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, but the, the books, the stories and the plots certainly reflect my interests as a medical anthropologist 
medical anthropologist, you know, in, in the history of medicine, there's a lot of medical detail, historical medical detail in the books, um, and my interest in culture and cultural difference, and, and so there's always a cultural theme to each of the stories. So do those, does that, yeah, the medical anthropology and the cultural learnings and cultural teaching sort of thing, does that give the books a fair bit more realism? Um, in a sense, there's a realism to it. In another sense, uh, I, I very much um, extrapolate from thoughts about the way we think about the world now and place that onto some of the characters. Now, that's not really done on purpose, but if yeah. you think about some of the forward thinking and progressive uh, discussions or upsets that Hamish will have, a person in that time probably wouldn't have seen that or said that or known that. Do you know what I mean? Yep, yep. So the, there's a sense of realism and people get it and they love Hamish because of his social justice and everything, but he's probably not realistic for a man of his time. Just born in the, he, he was just born in the wrong decade. <laughs> yeah, he's just ahead of the game. He's totally <laughs> ahead of the game. That's marvellous. I've got one final question for you. Um, you say you've got 10 in 10 years. Is that what's next for Karen? What's next after what we've got? Oh, what's next after the 10 years? Yeah. Have you, have you, so you've got your 10 years planned. You, is it sit back and relax and watch the movies come out or is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, straight to or, Netflix, mate. <laughs> or, or, or is there more writing in you after you've done this series? I'm sure I'll do lots more writing. I, I actually i am doing a, a Masters of Creative Writing platform oh, wow. online with Macquarie University just to kind of, stretch and challenge myself um, because writing murder mysteries is, is a great, it's fun genre and I love it, but I feel like, you know, it's not necessarily an opportunity to stretch and challenge myself. So I've become very interested in creative nonfiction. Yep. So, yeah, it's, a, it's just, I mean, it's like a continuum for me. So my stories, people often say, you know, how much of it is true? Well, some of it. <laughs> some of it's true but tr but truth is a kind of a linear thing isn't it and it's a matter of degree and so with the murder mysteries I'm kind of on this end fiction end of truth where yep. the settings are very well researched and real but you know it, the stories aren't true and then at the other end you've got creative non-fiction which is a creative way of talking about what is actually true and so it's sort of the other end of a continuum. So I guess that my plan is to do some more writing in creative nonfiction as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, all, the very, all the very best when Plantation Murders come out. You can grab hold of a copy at shorelinepublishing.com.au. And, Karen, all the very best when it comes out. We can't wait to see it. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers. Produced by Shoreline Publishing.